Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai Elantra, winner of the ALG Residual Value Award two years in a row. This is AutoLine Daily for December 23rd, bringing us to the last show that we're doing this year, since we're going to be off next week. But that's next week. Let's now go to the news of the day. Hyundai just named Christopher Chapman as its chief designer in the United States. He'll be working out of Hyundai's design center in California and will be responsible for new vehicle and concept designs. Chapman previously worked at Isuzu and BMW he graduated from Art Center in Pasadena, California. While EVs have had no trouble at all getting billions of dollars in government support, biofuels have been largely ignored as a way to reduce our dependence on oil. In fact, biodiesel incentives are set to expire at the end of the year in the U.S. Biodiesel production tripled this year to a record 802 million gallons thanks to all the incentives for producing it. You know, I always thought that the order in which countries that make the most cars in Europe would run like this. Germany, France, Italy, and then England. But no, that's not the way it goes. Wards reports that Spain is the second largest vehicle manufacturer on the continent. In fact, with 2.3 million vehicles rolling off the assembly lines, this is the third year in a row that Spain outproduced France, Italy, and England. Speaking of sales, Edmunds sees them finishing out the year strong in the American market, or at least strong as measured in the new normal. It predicts 1.2 million new cars will be sold this month, and that the year will end up at 12.8 million. That's not very good by historical standards, but still, it's up a million units over a year ago, Edmonds specifically says that Chrysler and GM are going to have a blowout month with sales up 30% and maybe even better. Now for some news from our friends at German supplier company Continental. 2011 turned out to be a great year for them. They're selling an ever-increasing number of electronic stability control systems because they're becoming mandatory in more and more markets. The popularity of advanced driver assist technology is also adding to the bottom line. Conti is the supplier of Volvo's CitySafe system, and Ford of Europe offers a similar technology called Active City Stop. On the Focus, it's a 350 euro option, and amazingly, the take rate is 40%. Continental also tells us that Fiat is putting technologies like this into smaller, cheaper vehicles like the Panda, and they also hint that Chrysler will offer them in the near future as well. With Europe's economy on the edge of recession again, Volkswagen seems to have perfect timing with their new UP small car. According to Autoblog, the UP could retail for about $13,000 in the States and come equipped with a three-cylinder engine that earns 50 miles per gallon. Zero to 60 takes about 13 seconds. Top speed is 107 miles an hour, and that's all thanks to the engine's 74 horsepower output. The UP is VW's first volume car with a three-cylinder engine. The 2,000-pound vehicle seems to defy physics 
because it delivers five stars in European crash testing. I'm Craig Cole at Lincoln Center in Manhattan, and I'm ready to introduce you to the new star in Buick's lineup. That story coming right up. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Manhattan's Upper West Side is home to some of the priciest real estate in the country and homeowners who can afford it. And those are the exact buyers Buick's been targeting the last few years with products like its LaCrosse, Enclave, and now the new Verano sedan. This four-door is one of the only players in the premium compact sliver of the market. It's a big step above other C-segment offerings, but it's not quite as pricey as cars like the Acura TSX or Lexus IS250. One of the first things you notice about the Verano is its size. It shares the same foundation as the Chevy Cruze, so it's pretty small, at least by traditional Buick standards. But the family resemblance is strong. It looks just like a three-fifths scale LaCrosse. This familiarity extends to the powertrain as well. For now, all Veranos are hauled around by a 2.4-liter Ecotec engine that's good for 180 horsepower. It's matched to a slick-shifting, six-speed automatic transmission. From a standstill, 60 miles an hour takes around 8.6 seconds, so don't plan on outrunning that Camaro in the next lane. A 2-liter turbo will be available a little later. As with the rest of the brand's lineup, silence is an important attribute and a major selling point. You know, making the car quiet has certainly been one of the primary focuses. That's what Buick is known for now. Um, so yeah, some of the technologies that we're using here that aren't typical, let's say, would be the acoustic laminated glass, both on the windshield and on the side glass. Um, we're also deploying other countermeasures such as high performance absorption material um, and many other things. Helping keep unwanted racket at bay, the Verano is literally stuffed with all kinds of baffles, blankets, and foam. Buick showed off its secret sauce in a special cutaway display model. Following the same recipe they've used elsewhere, engineers have cooked up a ghostly quiet C-segment sedan. Of course, it's not all decimals and decibels. Buick also focused on design with this car, especially on the interior. Luxury feel is something that we strive to achieve for all our vehicles. The Verano, being a smaller compact car, um, is no different. The luxury cues we offer in the Verano are, are similar to the same ones we offer in the LaCrosse. And some of those high-end features include soft materials throughout the cabin, buttery smooth leather, and five, yes, five different interior color combinations. That much choice is almost unheard of today, especially in a small car. While the Verano isn't much fun to drive, it is smooth and very quiet, which makes it feel like a bigger, more expensive car. It's a welcome addition to Buick's lineup, pushing the brand into a smaller, more affordable segment. Starting price is about $23,500, including the destination charge. Check every box on the options list and plan on spending about thirty grand. Thanks for that report, Craig. Hey, make sure you check out this week's episode of Roundabout. The gang's looking back at the predictions they made last year for 2011. So, were the ROAB oracles accurate? Did their forecast come true? Listen, that's all you have to do, and where else but at Autoline.tv. 
And that wraps up the last report for AutoLine Daily for 2011. We'll be taking next week off, so have a great holiday, and we'll see you back here on January 2 of 2012. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.